Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Coach Speak. I'm Matt Seidel, along with fellow hosts Derek Seidel and Josh Trope. Um, so I, I think we may have told the listeners a little fib last week. Uh, we, we mentioned that we were taking a week off from the podcast due to some scheduling conflicts and to get ready for our league previews, which is true. But then we realized, uh, hey, we, we can't take a week off from prep pigskin picks. So here we are once again. And we are thrilled to have Dexter Boys basketball coach Jason Rushton with us as our guest picker this week. Jason will be entering his second season with the Dreadnoughts after going 13-8 and eight a year ago. And prior to taking over at Dexter, he served as either a varsity assistant or sub-varsity coach at Saline, Pioneer, and Birmingham Seaholm. Jason, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Coach. Thank you. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. Other than, uh, other than watching some youth soccer this morning, I assume your wheels are starting to turn a little bit with regard to the upcoming season? It's getting there. I was just looking at the weather and... Um... You know, I saw the weather's going to dip down to about 28 degrees this next weekend. <laughs> so um, that, that can that can only mean one thing, you know, uh, winter's right around the corner. And, and here we go. It's time to get in the gym. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Derek, Josh, good to have you guys here as well. Uh, how are things going with you? Things are going good. Been a, a pretty busy weekend. Been watching some of the B-Cam uh, videos. Uh, hopefully I can get dig into that a little bit more. I guess that's the nice thing with it being virtual is you can kind of spread it out over the, the 10 days you get to watch stuff. Also got to check out some of the, the Sunday league at, at the Michigan sports facility and uh, attended a wedding last night as well. So it's been a good weekend. There you go. Josh. Yeah. A uh, busy weekend. I'm, I'm in Louisville right now. Um, golf trip with a bunch of high school buddies and uh, heading home tomorrow morning. So yeah, it, I'm joining you long distance today. And you'll be getting a new tooth soon, correct? Yes, yeah. next Thursday. Yeah, I cannot wait. Yep. Beautiful. Because that hockey season, I can't I, – I, I, I see hockey and I think of you now. But, uh, oh, man. Hey, uh, you know, before we get into this week's games, uh, I would be remiss not to uh, ask Jason and Josh if there's anything you two need to say to each other after last week's uh, podcast slash Twitter exchange about ball screen defense, <laughs> particularly – Dexter's so-called struggles with it. And Derek, uh, if you don't mind, pass the popcorn. This could get interesting real quick. Uh, <laughs> Jason, you want to start? Anything you need to say or cover? Hey, I, I'm going to I'm gonna take the rebuttal on this one. So I'll, I'll let Josh speak first. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I, I think that um, I, I was fairly addressing all teams on the podcast. And in, in my role as the entertainment of this show, or you are, you are. also known as the talent of this show, <laughs> um, I would say that I was fairly addressing everyone's, uh, you know, things they struggled with and, and just kind of talking about things like that. Dexter does so many things well. That was the only chink in the armor we could find last year. So we had to at least try to attack that. Um, after they thoroughly embarrassed us in the first outing at Dexter, we, we had to find a way to get one at home. And we thought that was a good way to attack them. All right. Well, yeah, that, was, that was okay. That was that, okay. That... Round of applause. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Josh. You know, we we have some fun with this. We him and I go back and forth and we just we do it for the fans um, more than anything. I think it gets it keeps that rivalry competitive. It keeps the juices flowing. And we know we know that we've got to do something to keep the kids going. Otherwise, um, you know, these games could, could be a little timid and, and we don't want that, you know, for the fans that in the community that comes out to support us. We want to make sure that, that our guys give them something what they came for. So. Anything that we can do to get them fired up, that's, that's what it's Absolutely. about. Absolutely. I do everything I can to keep the rivalry uh, heated at best. So, and uh, 
Uh, and it doesn't take much usually, but th- this was just an opportunity for, for a little fun. So appreciate you guys being sports about it. So, uh, and I also, I, I did, I appreciated the, 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 the playlist too. That was, that was good. That was uh, some nice, interesting um, uh, clips that you had there from huddles. So, but anyway, back to football, let's, uh, let's recap last week, coach Trope and yours truly led the way with three and one records. Josh uh, missed the uh, Dexter's blowout win over Lincoln. While I did not predict Marshall's victory over Western guest, Randy Winham went two and two missing the Western Marshall game and Milan's win over new Boston Huron. Didn't handle the Huron league very well, coach. Um, as for Derek, the young buck finished one and three managing to guess only the Chelsea Pinckney game correctly. Our fifth game Huron versus Ypsilanti was not played due to a COVID-19 issue at Huron. We definitely have some interesting games to talk about this week. So let's get, uh, let's get going on that. Our pick order will be Derek, Josh, Jason, and me. Game number one is Lumen Christie, two and two, at Parma Western, three and one. Uh, Derek, what do you think about that one? Well, uh, Western obviously lost the Marshall last week. I, I I picked the Panthers, but was wrong in that one. They 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 lost forty one twenty seven. It looks like they really really struggled to contain the pass against. Uh, Against Marshall, I don't think that's Lumen Christie's style, though. I think Lumen's going to want to keep the ball on the ground with you know, Basil Hampton and, and some of their other running backs. They like to keep it on the ground. For for Western, I did notice that Cal Sharp had nine tackles, three of them for a loss. Mm-hmm. So they're going to need a lot of that this week. But I don't think it's quite going to be enough. I'm going to take Lumen Christie over Western. All right, Coach Trope. Um, Lumen Christie two and two. Western's three and one. Western has beat Penfield this year. Lumen Christie just lost to Battle Creek Penfield. That being said, Western has only beat Lumen once in school history, and that was in 1976. Um, This is an incredible opportunity for Western to get their second ever win against Lumen. It will not happen. Uh, I I see Lumen Christie winning this game. Western definitely has an inferiority complex with Lumen Christie. That continues to be an issue for them um, this week. And uh, the Catholic boys uh, get another W. All right. Coach Rushton. Well, that's uh, that's bringing up some history there, Josh. Um, kind of makes me think about my pick now, uh, but but I can't I I can't stumble on this one. I got six of my guns. I'm looking at uh, you know Lumen Christie losing two close ones to Hastings and Penfield, two teams that Western beat. You know, but then you have Lumen Christie beating Marshall, who's who's Western's only loss. So I've got to look at it and say that. Um, you know, this one's being played at Western. Uh, I, I've got a little home field advantage there. Uh, so I'm going to say, you know, Western comes out on top this time. Yeah. Luma, I, I some reason, I Luma Christie two and two, that, that looks strange enough to, to imagine them two and three um, would be something. Um, Basil Hamilton, Derek mentioned him. They got another guy named Nick Wilson who had a, averaged a, over 10 yards a carry uh, Friday night, only six carries. But their quarterback, it's, it's Teddy Ehlers or Ahlers. 11 for 17 for 109 in, in, a, in a TD. But as Derek again said, I don't think uh, that's what they want to do. Western, this uh, Joey Ellis, who you guys referenced last week, uh, you know, solid numbers, 7 for 12 for 69 in a TD. I think he rushed for 71 yards too. Um, two of Western's TDs Friday uh, came with their offense on the sideline, a block punt and a fumble recovery in the end zone. I don't know that Lumen Christie, a desperate Lumen Christie team, is going to allow that to happen. I've got Lumen Christie winning 26 to 20 in overtime. <laughs> so uh, I think it's going to be a good game. 
speaking of maybe not such a good game, uh, at least uh, throwing that out there, we have Skyline 1-2 and two at Celine 4-0. Derek, your thoughts? Well, I, I saw Skyline lost a tough one to Tecumseh Oof. this past week, and uh, that's never a good thing <laughs> um, <laughs> in football. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. They – uh, it looks like they, you know, they were in control, but but uh, it got away from with the late touchdown from Tecumseh. Uh, Celine obviously they beat Bedford fifty six fourteen, which is a shocking score there. I thought that would have been a closer game. Saw um, Josh Rush. It looks like had one hundred ninety nine total yards and three touchdowns, and so they got a lot of big playability out of him. Those were long touchdowns he had, and, and Larry Robinson had five <laughs> more touchdowns in the game. So uh, I think this one's easy. Celine big. All right, Josh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, Jake Fosdick High School in a route, no question about it. Um, it's his program. It's his school. It's his town. I I even heard that local burger joint Dan's is considering changing its name to Jake's just to help with business and improve sales. So I, I like Celine Big this week. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Jason, what are your thoughts? I, I mean, I've got to go with I, – I, I like that, you know, being being a local Celine guy. Um, you know, seeing Jake's name on that tavern there wouldn't wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, I'm sure he spends time there uh, quite quite a bit. So, but but yeah, I gotta I gotta agree with this one. You know, Ann Arbor has a tough. Um, you know, it's it's not much of a it's not a football town. Um, it's it's a great. It could be if they had a combined you know unified school, uh, at least for the football program. But so many of those talented kids get spread out between the three big high schools there. And it takes away from from their ability to, to to have a competitive football program for one school. Um, so I've got to, I've got to say Celine, they're they're a machine. Um, you know, Josh Rush, uh, you know, reminds me a lot of myself. I mean, his last name is pretty similar. Um, fast, fastest kid on the field, scores a lot of touchdowns. So um, you know, I, I also like they've got a young guy in C.J. Carr who comes in behind uh, Larry Robinson. When he'll he'll get some minutes, and I know that uh, Fosdick speaks very highly of him on the basketball court. So um, I got to go with Celine in the route. You know this Josh Rush kid from Celine. I think I mentioned him last week uh, for being he returned a couple kicks for touchdowns. He, I guess he go he went 91 yards on the first play from scrimmage, and then he had a 49 yard touchdown run and a 49 yard touchdown reception in the same game. And uh, and then Celine, that quarterback uh, Larry Robinson might as well be Denard Robinson with the numbers that he's putting up. It, it seems like he's very similar to what. Denard did at Michigan uh, a few years ago. Jordan Wilson is carrying the load for Skyline. He scored a couple of touchdowns Friday and even set up the third with a spectacular catch. Uh, but that is a bad loss to Tecumseh. No offense to the Indians over there. Um, Skyline had a seven-point lead late and had the ball with three minutes to go. And they fumble and they miss a field goal, you know, that they could have won it. So I've got Celine 56, Skyline 6. And it might not even be that close. So game three. Pinkney two and two at Lincoln two and two. Derek, well, I uh, I, I rolled with the rail splitters over Dexter last week, which was I don't know what I was thinking there. Uh, <laughs> a bad bad move, Derek. Bad I, move. I, I, I've been kicking myself for that all all weekend because how how do I go against my own mind and then make like that? I don't know. But anyways, uh, Pinkney and you know, Luke Lovell, he had a, a good game this past week against Chelsea. It looked like I mean they hung around uh, with the Bulldogs, which I think a lot of people were surprised by. Um, and with their, the receiving tandem they got going there with Carter Elmy, uh, what is it, Jack Trashett and Caleb Wordlow, I think that uh, I think that they'll take care of business against Lincoln um, in, in a pretty decent game, though. I'll take the, the Pirates. All right. Coach Tropin. 
Yeah, Lincoln's in trouble. Um, I, I would say it's this is right about where they start shutting things down. Uh, Jesse Davis texted me this morning. They had unbelievable numbers at open gym yesterday. That's not a good sign for Lincoln football. I mean, guys are ready to turn their pads in for uh, some uh, high socks and, and basketball shorts already. So Lincoln's in trouble. Um, and as far as Pinckney goes, yeah, I was shocked to see the score of the Pinckney-Chelsea game on Twitter like for the third quarter. Um, I, I would just say right now, you know, they're in the same district. I would love to see a Chelsea-Pinckney uh, rematch in the playoffs. That would be exciting. Um, Pinckney, I, I like Pinckney in this one big. All right, Coach Rushton. Yeah, I'm going to stay on the uh, the Pirates bandwagon here. Um, you know, they they're both two and two. It's it's being played at Lincoln, uh, but I think you know Pinkney battled Monroe. They gave Chelsea everything they had. Um, the Collier kid's tough. He's a good runner uh, for Lincoln, but I think I think Pinkney just battle tested with their with two their two losses being being some tough ones. Um, I got to go Pinkney. On, on yeah, cool one. hand Luke, uh, the Pinkney uh, quarterback. He, he continues to play well. I think he was 16 of 27 for 147 and two TDs against a, a really good Chelsea defense. They're, they're receiving core. They got multiple guys that seem to be, uh, um, you know, solid uh, for Pinkney. This year, Lincoln beats up on bad teams and they lose big to good or above average teams. And Pinkney is definitely an above average team. I've got Pinkney 41, Lincoln 26. Okay. Uh, this probably should be the game of the week, but it's, it's really non-local. But, uh, of course, my, my connection to Olivet brings it into the fold. But we've got Williamston 4-0 at Olivet 4-0, a battle of a couple of state-ranked teams. Derek, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, coming into this past week, Williamston was number six in D4 and Olivet number 10 in D5. That, that, you know, that could be updated this, you know, this week before the game starts. Um, you know, Olivet had a nice win last week. It had some different contributors. I, I thought it was kind of kind of cool to see all the basketball guys at Olivet. You got Ramsey Passeau with a bunch of bunch of yards at running back. Uh, I think he got some more carries due to an injury. Bo Lincoln uh, get, got a safety out there, and, and Cam Webb with a bunch of tackles for losses. Those are some basketball Absolutely. names uh, um, get, getting in the stat column there for for the Eagles, which was was cool to see. Uh, Williamston, very good team. It seems like uh, just watch some of the the highlights they had on there. Their Twitter page, they got looks like they got some dudes. They like to spread it out, um, and I think that is um, something that that can bode well against Olivet, who obviously is going to win the line of scrimmage against most teams. Uh, Williamson won thirty five twenty eight last year, so I am going to go with Williamson over Olivet. But this should be a really all right, good game. Coach Trope. Yeah, I mean both teams four zero coming into the game, and as Derek mentioned, uh, tough loss for Olivet. They only had two losses last year, and one of them was with Williamson. Williamson last year struggled five and five, not a great year for them. They did uh, sneak into the playoffs at five and four, but two years ago they lost to Chelsea in the semis um, in 2018. So this is a really good program. Should be a really good game. I do think that Olivet being at home is going to play a factor. From what I hear, things are really loose in Olivet as far as, you know, following the rules with fans <laughs> and masks and things like that. So definitely will have a home court or a home field advantage. Um, but that being said, I like Williamston. All right. Coach Rushton, thoughts? Hey, uh, you know, Josh, I'm with you on that. I hear, you know, um, Olivet, their home games, <laughs> yes. they just let anybody in there. So they try to pack the house. So yeah, I like I like this. This was a tough game for me to pick. It's a battle of two four and O teams. Um, you know, Williamson appears to have the, the tougher schedule, um, but you know, I'm I'm gonna say, with the home field and with names like Ramsey Brousseau and and Webb and Bo Lincoln, um, you know, I I say it's gonna rain in Olivet Thursday night. Wet field conditions. 
going to be a cold, crisp fall night. Uh, I, I, I favor Olivet in this one. I think Rousseau, he went for 145 yards last week. I'm saying he's going for 200 in this game. So I'm going Olivet with this. With okay, this I like it. Uh, Williamson, man, they got a quarterback named uh, Luke Mahaney, uh, threw for four TDs last week and over 200 yards. The, the guy that for Williamson, though, that, that, is, that scares me, a guy named Cade Conley, and you need to look at his video that's on the Williamson Twitter page. They split this dude out, even though they call him a tight end. Uh, he's 6'4", 230. He is a load, and he's a great blocker, too. They use him in the passing game. They use him in the running game. Uh, he's he's uh, as a blocker in the running game, but he's going to be a handful for all of that. Uh, they've got a workhorse running back. They've got receivers. Uh, they got a seasoned offensive line. They pretty much got the whole package. But having said that, so does Olivet. Uh, quarterback Clay Flower matches up well. Our tight end Mason Schrode is is every bit uh, the player that Conley is, just in a different way. Um, underrated defense at Olivet with guys like Webb and Schrode up front. You got a couple more basketball players: Jordan Hall, Michael Groves, a linebacker, the Lincoln brothers, Blake and Bo making plays out there. Olivet is going to have to defend the pass, um, and we're and Olivet's going to have to. I did say we. Olivet's going to have to. Uh, throw the ball a little bit to keep drives going, but I've got Olivet winning 34 to 31 in a classic game. And I hope it rains. I hate to say that. Um, and then the thousands and thousands of fans that you think I let in they'll be a little uncomfortable, but it might help our chances. So <laughs> our uh, final game of the, uh, of the week, Jackson two and two at Jason Rushton's Dexter dreadnoughts two and two Derek, what do you think? Well, with Jackson, it all, it all centers around Dorian Riley. Um, you, you look at any of their games, he's, he's carrying the ball. It seems like almost every down, uh, he had 27 carries for 210 yards and four touchdowns this past week, I believe. And that's not like an abnormal, uh, stat line for him. So, you know, if you can sell out to stop the run, uh, against Jackson, I think, uh, you're in good shape. Um, you know, as you know, they're very one dimensional like that. With Dexter, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, I don't know what I was doing doubting him. Uh, I think I, I, I read too much into that that game up in Gladwin, but I shouldn't have doubted uh, that offense and their ability to score. I think Dexter's going to put up a lot of points. I think Jackson will score a little bit, but uh, I think I like Dexter by, by, All by right. a good margin. Josh Trope. All right. This this game is a basketball theme to it. No question about it. I mean, we have the Parachek brothers. We have Bavanaugh. We have Cabana. We have Rickner. I mean, we got all these guys making plays. I mean, it is a scoring machine going on over there at Dexter, much like Coach Russian's team will be this year on the court. Um, you know, <laughs> high octane, up and down. Um, and that's kind of what we're seeing. Is But I love seeing all the hoop guys showing out for Dexter right now. All had huge games last week. And then on the other side, you know, best thing Jackson has going for them right now is Coach Barnes. Milt Barnes is, is ready to get his guys rolling. Um, in our league, we just had another former Eastern Michigan coach hired at Ypsilanti. So we had Milton Barnes, former Eastern Michigan coach at Jackson. Charles Ramsey, the new Ypsilanti coach, who is also a former Eastern Michigan coach. Um, former Dexter assistant Koji Varum is now at Eastern. And rumor has it, Pinkney coach Tom Reason, this is his last year. I mean, I wonder if we'll bring Jim Boone into the league to coach Pinkney next year. Who knows? So, um, but as far as football go, Dexter rolls. Paracheck throws for four touchdowns and 400 yards this week. Oh, man. Coach Rushton, thoughts? You know, I like I, I like hearing the sound of a high-octane offense. I hope that's the case this winter. You know, we hope to put up some big numbers. We're trying to, you know, get all that stuff figured out right now. That was our – 
that was our woes last year. We had a great defensive team and, and, and struggled a little bit scoring the ball, but I don't think that's going to be the case this year. Um, I got to say, you know, along, along those same lines, you know, last week you look at the numbers. <laughs> Derek, I don't know what you were thinking. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> you know, looking into that two-hour and 45-minute bus ride out to Gladwin last minute that they, that they scheduled, which was, you know, some great work by, by our <laughs> AD getting that one in the book just so they could play. But, but, uh, but um, you know, Colin Parachek went 28 for 33 and 384 yards and about 100 touchdowns last week. Um, you know, Brennan Parachek being back. And then, like you said, you've got the playmakers and in in some of our basketball guys in Cabana and, and Bavanaugh and, and Rickner. Uh, and then you have another kid, Evan Krolitsky, who I'm, I'm hearing from a, a source that he may be a game time decision. And, and that's just another guy that puts it over the top. So I'm going all in, Dexter. Uh, Phil Jacobs is doing a heck of a job bringing that program um, out to where it's at now. And, and he's a great leader for our guys. So I think it's, it's Dexter. Hey, Josh, uh, when, when Jason made the comment about uh, athletic director Mike Bavanaugh finding a game at the last second, I, I think he was being serious. And you laughed. I mean, come on, man. Are you, taking, are you, you working the Dexter side of things again? Or what? <laughs> no, I, 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 mean, I, actually, I, I thought he was making fun because Bavanaugh <laughs> sent him two and a half hours away. <laughs> Oh man! Of course, yeah. After they lost the game, maybe they should have taken the week off. But yeah, I mean, Bav's famous for scheduling like fourteen road games for the boys' basketball team, (laughs) so his girls' teams could play at home all the time. Oh man! Oh man! Hey, hey, we're we're just trying to build toughness here. That's that that that's that's dread strong right there. That's. We're doing the same thing this year. We're playing. We're going to be road warriors. Holy I think God. we've only got yeah, about that, that seven doesn't happen at Chelsea. So, I'll tell you that. Um, so. <laughs> so let's let's go. Hey, I, I tell you what. You don't you oh, don't play the state point. championship that's game at point. home. So you better get used to. My pick. Uh, how about when? <laughs> how about you get a guy like Dorian Riley has two hundred ten yards and four TDs, and people consider that kind of a whole home game. Uh, that that all stater had what three twenty one with six touchdowns <laughs> not too long ago, but. Uh, I will mention that the area's best quarterback, Colin Parachek, uh, was 27 of 33 for 384 yards and five TDs against Lincoln. And I'll stand by that comment best. Um, I love the fact that the basketball guys are, are, are working uh, the receiving core or building that receiving core up and, and uh, from the skill positions. And that offense does look like it's starting to peak a little bit. I've got Dexter winning uh, 49 to 27 over Jackson. All right, that's an interesting, interesting group of games. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I know our, our season totals. I, Josh, I, I think I, I think I stayed. I'm only one behind you. You're leading. You're leading the the host right now. Derek took a took a, a dip last week. We'll see if he can get back in it. So, um, Jason, hey, we really appreciate you spending time with us this week. Um, we also appreciate you being a good sport, and not taking it to Josh too badly when we start talking uh, ball screen defense. There, that was nice of you. I'm sure Josh appreciates it since he's on vacation right now. But anyway, uh, yes, we, we're just, you know, we're, we're, we're just two guys that like to I know. I gotta keep it classy and have some try fun to with it. So, uh, it's here. great. Seriously, uh, <laughs> good luck this season, Coach. Um, this could be a fun season for the Dreadnought basketball team, and uh, we, we look forward to following. So take care. Coaches, thank you so much, man. Good luck in your in your sports and, and at your schools as well. We're looking forward to having Thanks, a fun Coach. winner. So appreciate it. Thanks, okay, Bob. well, that does it uh, for this uh, a special prep pigskin picks episode of Coach Speak. Uh, thank you to everyone for listening, and we look forward to next time when we begin previewing basketball teams from the greater Ann Arbor area. Until then, stay safe, mask up, and peace.